Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. Today we have a special guest, Kelly Lenahan. <laughs> we met Kelly back in San Diego, um, and we ended up moving to her home-ish state, because you're not really from here. You're from San Diego, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But grew up here okay. in North Carolina, in Raleigh. So she's back here visiting her family, so we had to meet up and do a podcast. But we've been following your fitness journey for a while, since like, you just looked back, 2015. I, I hella trolled your Instagram. Really? Because I'm in some of your videos. Like, 2015, your videos, at El Cajon. I remember, yeah. we, I, we used to like, before we ever talked to you, because you used to always be like, super to yourself, not really talk to anyone, be yeah. like, really serious, and I'm like, yeah, also, that girl can live at 24 hours. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell a straight dick, and I don't talk to anyone I'm I don't, gym. Like, I mean, But you I'm loved that about her, because yeah, like, you would like, not really talk to anyone, you'd come in, I'd be like, oh, I want to be like, she can lift so much, like, she's so strong, and then... And Shane was like, yeah, she doesn't talk to it. Like, so she just like. I've been like, a fan since 2015 and, okay. and a friend since 17. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. A, yeah, we didn't really talk to I don't remember anymore. ever seeing you. I, I, mean, I, I am so, like, I just In the zone. Yeah. No, that's how you I, like, yeah. like, go in, like, I get your, myself, you wouldn't, right? like, talk to anyone. Because yeah, that, that place was, like, like some creepers, too. There's, like, some weird people out there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a, yeah. A gym, that Anybody gym who goes to 20, it's 24 alcohol. That's yeah, alcohol right? and then 24, yeah. Ooh, it was, so that's, yeah. When, that's when you use like the squat rack. That was like the bodybuilder squat rack before you transferred over to like the bumper plate section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they didn't have the bumper plate section right, when I started. Yeah. yeah. And then I moved. I don't know why I moved. Yeah. I think it was just, well, a lot of people would use the bodybuilder like one. Yeah. And it'd be like 17 of them. Uh, yeah. One rack. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, it was easier for me to go over there. Because if I was doing deadlifts, I could do it all in the same area. Yeah. Once they built there, it was so much better. Yeah. But like originally, yeah. But. So we've been knowing you for that long. But yeah, I feel like we honestly didn't even talk to you until you were working at Self Made. Yeah. And that's yeah, and then we found I was out like, like oh, we're, an opportunity. we're leaving. Yeah, I remember that. I was leaving and you like stopped me. I was, I was like, like, hey. Has it been like almost three years in the making? I didn't talk to, I had I don't really like talking to people. But then I was like forced to talk to other people at Self Made. Uh, so I was like more okay. comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But I hate talking to people. Unless they approach me. Yeah, that's how I, I usually. Like that. That's I, also kind of like the funny thing I about social like media, though, too. It's because I feel like we definitely followed so her easy. on social. Yeah. Like, we definitely followed you on like, social media. But, like, yeah. didn't talk. Yeah, but, like, went to you at the gym, but didn't yeah. talk, but, like, knew you on social media. Like, I just assume, I literally just assume no one knows who I am. That's, oh, that's like, God. even at, like, alcohol, like, I would never have noticed that anyone, like, knew. Looked at me or noticed. Just, like, because I'm so. What about now? No. That's really? just my personality. Yeah, literally, I'll just walk in anywhere. And I feel I just, like everyone knows me now. Well, do people come up to you and like, hey, Kelly, and like, you don't know them, but they're like, oh, I follow you on oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's kind of, no, but I just, that's who, I, I think I prepare myself for like, that can happen, like people, because it's happened to me before, Yeah. but I never expect it. Like, I always just go in like, even, even in gym, and you know, like, a gym would be the ideal place that someone would know me. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I should expect someone, but I'm, I just assume no one. So I like went into spider strength here and my friend was like, do you know anyone else here? I was like, 
no, like, I don't think so. Like, I know, like, there's this one other guy that I think I followed, and I was like, I know kind of who he is, but that's it. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I know a couple people know who you are. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Even now, I'm just like, that's kind of strange to me. Like, but you I don't know get... me, but you don't yeah. know me. Do people ever, like, write to you? I'm like, hey, I saw you, but, like, don't come up to you. Um, That's happened a couple times, yeah, where it's just, like, they're, like, too shy, or they just say... Or if I'm, like, working out, and they're like, like I don't want to bother yeah, you. you looked really busy, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm really friendly. <laughs> I just, <laughs> my face yeah. all the time, <laughs> I look like, like, look, yeah, I'm sorry, I just don't look welcome. I was like, as soon as you talk to me, my face changes, so, come so say good. hi. Yeah. I, I tell people to say hi, but. Do you like when people, like, is that, like, not a problem if people interrupt you? Uh-huh. I like it. Do you? I think it's fun, yeah. Do you have high rest levels in powerlifting? Or mm-hmm. do you, or do you low, or do you do low rest intervals? Oh, um, it depends on what it is. Uh, sometimes my rest time or times are timed, so they are lower depending on what I'm doing. But um, they can be higher, like probably like four or five minutes sometimes. It when it's like higher intensity stuff, okay. like really heavy. I hate when people like if I'm like in the zone, I just need to bang out like seven oh, sets of yeah. like forty five seconds rest, and people come over and like I'm like. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't really have that problem anymore because I work out at like a powerlifting gym. So we all like know that kind of convoy. Yeah, a convoy, and, and then geos? like geos. Yeah, and geos is kind of. I've been. I just I've don't been really before. know it's that many people. Like, yeah. It looks like a good mix. Mm-hmm, it's a good mix, yeah. and like the people there, it's like everybody kind of does their own thing, kind of like a bodybuilding type gym. That's cool. So I'll talk to people that I know, but then otherwise I just kind of do my own thing. I put my earphones on. I'm like, wait till I'm done. When you see me like shaking shaker or taking off my knee pads or... Right, yeah. Then you can come talk to me. Headphones come off, you can come talk. Yeah. yeah. Usually people don't. I don't think I look very approachable, so people... <laughs> don't people just don't come up and, and I'm okay with it. But once I'm like done or whatever, I'll say hi to people if they... If I know them. I don't know. Yeah, people don't... Honestly, don't come up to me very often. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that's why I'm, it's funny because we were like that too. Like, we didn't... Yeah. But you always look so serious, that's why. I think so that's what like, it is. Oh, I think like, it's like, just that, like yeah. that's my, like, yeah, my resting bitch face. I just look serious all the time. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> also, like, she's badass because she's lifting a lot, so she probably doesn't want to be bothered by anyone. <laughs> that's just my face. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Sorry. you see Kelly this out is how in I public. public. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, I think that's the weirdest, is when it's, like, out in public, because then I really don't assume anyone. It's just like I'm an average person. I just walk around and like. I know it's being. I mean, like compared a, to a lot of people, like I don't have that many followers, and like in the fitness world, people know who I am just because I've been around certain things, areas. But yeah, just like in the world in general, I'm like. I'm just not but do you think the quality of your followers is better? I don't really think the amount really means anything. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Compared to what though? Like you were saying, like a lot of other people in the fitness world have a lot of followers. Yeah. Oh, Sorry that's, that's if you just are not. She's trying to get out of the conversation. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think the, a lot of a lot of the followers I have now, like my following, kind of hasn't really grown a lot in the last like year or two or a couple of years. Um, but a lot of that has to do with I don't know what that. Has. I, I don't know. A lot of the newer people have just different a different type of following, I guess. Just, like, very surface level, I guess. And um, the following that I have, they've been... A lot of people have been around for a long time, which is really nice. Um, so they are... It is a little bit more intimate, too. Like, um, people DM me a lot, and I respond. And, like, so it, the community is a little bit different, I think. No, than I feel just, not as special. 
Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you respond to everyone? Everyone's fine. I don't okay. respond to everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I see your no. name pop up, I'm like, gotta respond. <laughs> I have to respond. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's just different. It's depending on, you know, the quality of your followers depends on how you portray yourself and how you interact with the people that follow you. So, I mean, I can only speak for myself. Know. I don't know how other people interact with their followers and well I feel like I you're super I feel like you're super authentic though like you talk about like what you want to talk about and like yeah. share a lot about your life and like maybe things that people like wouldn't share because they're like oh this may like turn off certain amount yeah. of people or like <laughs> things like that I feel like you're like open and talking about like even like your Christianity or something like yeah. that. It's like some people may not want to talk about their religion, especially nowadays because it's like especially religion. Now. Yeah, like yeah. oh, I'm gonna like all these people are gonna hate me if I like decide yeah. like oh, I'm gonna talk about the Bible or something or whatever yeah. it is. But I feel like you're super authentic and like this is who I am. This is what I believe in, and yeah, I try. that probably I builds mean, more like authentic relationships. I think I, yeah, I think that definitely plays into it for sure. Is because what you see is kind of what you get. And I think that it has to do to, I have been around a lot of people in the industry and a lot of them are not like that. And I think when I was first getting into the industry, I looked up to a lot of people or I was like, oh, I want to be like them. Um, be at that caliber or whatever. And then you meet them and they're just not at all what you imagine. <laughs> like they're just completely different, like super fake, just not nice. Like you hear stories from other people that know them like well. And you're just like, ugh. And I just... I don't know. I never want to, like, once that happened, I'm like, I don't, there's no point. There's no point in faking it. Like, yeah. eventually someone's going to find out that, like, you know, your your fans, whatever, quote-unquote fans, are going to meet you and realize that you you're, you're not, yeah, they're going to realize that you're not what you portray. And, like, I would never, ever want anyone, I wouldn't, I would never want to meet someone like that, so I would never want someone to meet me and do that. So I think... And this is also just my personality. Like, there is, there's so much effort that goes into um, censoring yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was part of it. It's like, maybe I'm just lazy. <laughs> because literally, because I'm like, it's, there's so much effort that goes into like, oh, I can't say this. I can't do this. I can't post this. I can't, you know? And it's just like, why? why? Yeah. yeah, literally, there's so much effort that goes into it. And why? Like, there's, be, because you just want to put the, give this facade that you're like perfect and that. I don't know, that everyone likes you, and it's like, no, <laughs> most people don't like everyone, you know, like, in most, you know, everyone's not gonna like you, so, I feel like that's, I don't know. Did you think, like, when you were first growing out, like, your following, or, like, your social media, that you cared more about the numbers, and then, like, once you got to a certain place, you're like, I honestly just care about, like, the relationships versus, like, what, how many followers you have, or is, like, the followers still important That's a really good question, because... You created social media for the community aspect, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's ever changed. I mean, there's been, I think, moments before. When you when you get around a certain community of people, especially a certain caliber of fitness people, all they talk about, all they think about, all they just like want is their numbers to go up. They want their engagement to go up. They want their numbers to go up. They want their following, whatever, views. And I think when you surround yourself with people like that, then you start thinking like that. So there's definitely been times in, you know, my social media journey, whatever, that (laughs) I have, like, thought like that, where it's like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to lose, you know, this or that, or, like, I'm not gaining the right amount, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. and, like, that gets stressful. But I I am very self-conscious of 
or I'm very self-aware, I guess, of that. And I'm, when I feel that way and when I think start thinking like that, I'm like, oh, I got to step back. So, like, I would sometimes take, like, a week off and just, like, not post on social media and not be on it. Because I'm like, I just need – I just not need to think like that. And I don't – because I've never, I've never wanted to think like that. And I think even when I started it, it wasn't about the numbers. It just happened. I, I was just sharing my journey and, like, trying to connect with other people. And that's what it was. That's what fitness Instagram was back in, like – 2013 yeah, yeah exactly. 2013 like the golden era it's like we were just doing it to to like contact other people that were you know interested in similar things <clears throat> so it really wasn't about gaining numbers back then because um social media like fame whatever it's not a thing wasn't a thing like it just wasn't a thing like it was like oh these people have more followers like a lot of followers and like oh they're growing and that's like it just wasn't people didn't weren't trying to be you know social famous. media famous yes. it wasn't a thing so I remember when I hit, like, 10K, I think, I was with one of my girlfriends. She's like, oh, my gosh, I hit 10K. That's crazy. And then from there, it just snowballed. It just – and it wasn't, like, an effort. It wasn't like, oh, I have to post this to make get more followers. What was – like, what is your fitness journey? What got you started on your fitness journey? Um, and has it evolved it over was... time? Because you, you used to do bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And now Before you're that, just do beach body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, see, I didn't know he's kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I was like, kind of creepy that he knows and I'm getting No. He's um, clearly been following you since 2013. Yeah, I got into it as a hobby. So I moved to San Diego and I didn't really have any friends. And I don't, I don't honestly don't remember like what sparked it at all. Honestly, I don't know. I think it was just like a, I was bored and I wanted, I don't, I don't even remember. Maybe I started, it was such a long time ago. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't remember there being like a pivotal moment. Like it wasn't like, Oh my gosh, I'm letting myself go. I have to, you know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, I think there were moments where I was like, I didn't particularly like the way that my body looked and I think I just knew that I could do something different like I could change my body Mm -hmm. and I think I was just like very aware that like if I wanted to I could do something different with like the way my body looked and with like movement and strength and stuff and then I yeah I didn't have any friends out there really besides family friends and I needed something to keep me busy I think I started I don't I was on social media but I so I think I like I followed a couple different fitness people on my Instagram, on my personal Instagram. This was before I started like my fitness one. And I think I saw some fitness things and I was like, oh. And there's a couple bikini girls that I followed. And I saw, and I'm really competitive and I saw it and I was like, I can do better than that. Like I can, <laughs> like my physique can be better. And I, I, it's kind of just, it's an internal like competition. It's like, I can do better. And like, I'm not necessarily competing with them. It's just me being like, I can be better mm-hmm. and I can do better than that. And so I saw that and I was like, I just, so I made my own Instagram and just kind of just to share my journey and just to start. And I was like, I'm just going to do this and have fun with it. And it's going to be a hobby. And so I started going to choose fitness yeah choose fitness oh, the worst it's basically <laughs> like yeah it's basically like clean fitness we went to when we first went to san diego we went to like because like i love the gym yeah i hated every single gym in san diego <laughs> yeah. but we went to like four or five of them and choose one of them I was like they didn't have barbells nope and their dumbbells went to only 70 yeah 
Oh, they didn't have barbells. Bar I forgot. No. It was That's like why all I eventually machines. moved. Yeah, I moved gyms because of that. Because I was trying to squat in like a Smith machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad news. That was not a good time. <laughs> 10 out of 10 do not recommend. <laughs> like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I started, and I think, I don't know why I got into beach body. I think one of my friends was trying to get me to do it, be a coach or something. Some girl on Facebook. And, um... I was like, this stuff is, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, super girly, so, like, the yoga stuff, I was like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> no, no offense against anybody that likes yoga, but yoga's great. But I'm not just, for me. Just, just not, like, what I wanted to do as, like, my main form of, like, fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was doing, it was body, what was it called? It was a beach body workout, body beast. And it's like this it has like this DVD, and I like would watch the DVD, <laughs> and I would write down everything like the workouts, and it's like it was like this ripped dude on the front of the front the front of it, like, and it wasn't really catered towards women at all. But I was like, all right, I want to like try this out, see what happens. And they they had like basically macros in there too, kind of, which was very interesting because back then macros were yeah, I'm like that's very like, IFYM was just starting to come out, and I followed a few people that did that. And, yeah, they had, like, calories and kind of macros, sort of, in the Body Beast um, program. So, it was, like, you were supposed to follow. Kind of, yeah. So Along I, with the program, mm-hmm. you were also supposed to follow, like, Yeah, I didn't, or... but I think reading <clears throat> that, it was, like, information that was, like, very, it made me interested in mm-hmm. it. So, I did my own research, and I discovered IFYM. So, I started doing the Body Beast workout, and then I got a company to do my, to, like, calculate my macros for me. I paid for that. And they explained, like, how to adjust them and stuff. So I just learned as I went and started doing my own nutrition. Um, did my own macros for – they did them for, like, a month, I think. And then I just started – I just did research. Like, understood it. Yeah, and I knew I knew how to do it. And I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> so I was like, I knew how to, like, calculate things and, like, adjust things. And um, so, yeah, I combined that with Body Beast with macros. And then I – my – body started changing like almost immediately with like within like a month or two just the combination of the two was like super powerful like getting muscular Mm -hmm. my upper body started growing pretty fast and then I started getting stronger and and I'm I'm really stubborn too and I think that helped a lot (laughs) because like once I start I'm like okay I have to be consistent Mm -hmm. and I think the consistency was like once I was like in a routine and I was consistent and I started seeing changes I was like oh wow like oh, if we God. keep doing this, <laughs> imagine where I'll be. <laughs> At that point, were you like already were you already following people who were like doing bikini and stuff like mm-hmm. that? Or, yeah. So you were. So was that like your goal by doing that that specific no, DVD workout? Do, mm, I no. never wanted to do bikini. No. So when I saw it was kind of like I was just doing it to work out, and I didn't want to compete. And every time anybody approached me, like people on a 24 hour actually after I switched to 24 hour fitness, they're like, are you training for something? Are you like, you know, going to do a competition? I'm like, no, just life. <laughs> training, training to for live. Life. <laughs> Literally, I would say that. That was like my line. I was like, no, I'm just training for life. Like, it's, it's fun. Watching, watching my body change was enough for me. It was fun. Did you used to do bro splits when you were bodybuilding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then where was the transition from bodybuilding? Like, how long did you do it? And then go into powerlifting? And what made the switch? Uh, I was doing bodybuilding for about a year and a half. And I was getting pretty strong. I think I had just deadlifted over 300. Um, 
And I was squatting around 275. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I, I didn't know how strong I was because there wasn't, there was no powerlifters back then. Like, or at least I didn't follow any. Mm-hmm. And there weren't very many on like social media. So I didn't know how, like, relatively how strong I was. Um, I, my goal was just to get as strong as possible. Like, I just want to be strong. Why not? Um, <laughs> I hated benching and I didn't bench very often, but I had. I started making myself bench because I sucked at it so much. Like, it was, like, embarrassing. Like, you, I would, I was strong in, like, every other area, and, like, my body looked great. But then I would, like, get on the bench press and, like, bench, like, 95 pounds or something. And, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so weak. And it was just, like, yeah. That was a very humbling thing for me to, like, get on the bench and bench. I was like, I have to do it. So I forced myself to start benching. So I was doing the big three. And then um, the girlfriend of one of the trainers at 24-hour, um she we were all friends and like we all worked out together sometimes um and he she was gonna do a meet she's like oh i just signed up for a meet and it's in two weeks and i was like and she asked me she's like you want to do it with me and I, was like, <laughs> I was like i don't know like i don't know what i'm doing are you serious and she's like yeah just do it for fun i was like oh, sure so i signed up for it two weeks before oh, and i was on twitter then too and I was in the fitness community by then. It was, like, a year and a half. I'd been doing fitness stuff for, like, a year and a half. So, like, I was more in the fitness community on, like, Twitter and Instagram because I just made friends that way. And then my future coach followed me on Instagram. We were friends, and he he was just starting coaching um, a couple people in powerlifting. And he messaged me. I, like, tweeted something about doing a meet. He, t- he um, slid in my DMs. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. You can't, like, do a powerlifting meet. <clears throat> like, you need someone to help you. And I was like, and I was like, bro, like, calm down. I'm just doing this for fun. Like, it's not that serious. <clears throat> He's like, no, I got you. He's like, I'll program you the next two weeks. Um, peak you for your meet. We can't really peak that close, but we basically did. And then um, he drove down from Sacramento. Oh, wow. Yeah, he drove down for my first meet and coached me through my first meet, and I qualified for nationals. Like, what's up? Literally, I know you guys have been training all year. Yes, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I won, I think I won first place. Uh, Yeah, I won first place and um, qualified qualified for nationals, USPA nationals, my first meet. Um, And he was like, you're kind of (laughs) strong. He's like, do you want to, like, keep doing this? And I was like, I guess. And it just kind of felt like I belonged. Like, it felt like, oh, I'm good at something. Because I told you, like, I only swam growing up. So I didn't really have anything that I was really, like, I liked a lot of different things. I was doing a lot of different things, but I'm not, like, specifically good at one thing. So it just felt like, oh, this might be, like, my niche. Like, this might be my thing. Is that why you love is that why you love like powerlifting or like the I'm fitness good at it. and like like you were saying you don't really like like team sports like you just like, yeah. like only you mm-hmm. so it's really like it is it's like, like a, I feel like fitness is like legit only you yeah it's like, just a single yeah thing. like yeah. you're you're your own competition yeah I definitely think that's part of why like it appealed to me because it's like my own thing I can just I rely on myself my results are on me and no one else um, and like my work and what I put in. And I definitely think that's, yeah, for sure, why I like it and why I excel at it. It's because, well, part of it is just I'm naturally, I guess, <laughs> predisposed to building muscle easily. So I was just able to get strong. Do you think that's from swimming for 12 years? I don't know. Most, cause most mean, people who start probably. some kind of sport when they're mm-hmm. like in the seven, 
age yeah. range. Like they're usually always incredible athletes, whether no matter what they do when they hit their. 20s. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely that probably has something to do with it. It's like, I mean, even now, like the different, um, you know, like now that I'm coaching, if somebody somebody comes to you and wants to be coached and they have been an athlete then that you're you want to coach them because because it makes them a lot more coachable they know how to like you know stick to a program they know how to like be patient with results and like um just the mindset of an athlete is so different i think than the average person uh so that's helpful for sure um the whole like practicing something you know stuff like that but i'm sure it also affects you know your muscle and stuff you know being active from a young age and then yeah I'm sure it definitely helps. Did you, like, always want to be strong? Were you never, like, tur- you know how, like, the, especially back in, like, 2013, now it's way more accepted to yeah. be, like, a strong female, but mm-hmm. I feel like back in, like, 2013, 14, it was still kind of, like, a taboo to be, mm-hmm. like, a strong female. People yeah. were just not into that, I yeah. feel like. It was kind of, like, you know, people didn't want that. Was that, like, something that you kind of got blowback on as you started getting stronger oh, sure. and stronger. Oh, yeah. Especially once it was, it was not, not just strength, it's, it's usually the physical yeah. muscle. Yeah. It's like, people don't care if you're strong, but if you look strong, <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah. So, no, definitely when I started, because my upper body grows really fast, and even now, like, you know, I'm, I'm fairly lean. Like, at my body fat is just, the upper body just always stays lean. So people can tell, like, if I walk around with, like, with the tank top on or something, people can see my shoulders, and I would get comments on that in my arms all the time. N- nothing negative, you know. It was always usually positive where people were just like, wow. Um, but I definitely got, you know, comments from my family and, you know, certain friends that knew me before. And they're just kind of – because, you know, all my newer friends, they, that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So um, – but yeah, it's like, oh, you're changing, you know, you look different, or don't get too big, stuff like that. And I did always want to be strong. Like, when I started, I was like, I don't, I'm a, I'm an all-in type person. Like, if I'm in, I'm in. Like, I want, I think I followed, like, Daniel with Bailey, and she was, like, my original <laughs> inspo. So I was like, I want to be like that. Like, I, you know, I want to have, like, crazy shoulders and arms <laughs> like that. So, yeah. I always wanted to be strong and, like, to be, do you like, feel like, visibly. Do you feel like on social media, like, you said everything in person was positive, but, like, do you ever get trolls on social media who are, like, you, like, yeah. are, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I haven't had anything like that in a long time. But, yeah, back in, like, a couple years into it, probably, like, 2013, 14, 15, I think, uh, Back when, like, trolls were bigger. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 like, there are, like, I don't know, people troll now, but, like, it's, yeah. No, they don't come to my page very often, but they used to every now and then. People would make comments, but I would just troll them back. I, I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Literally, that was me probably in, like, 2014, 15. Um, me and my friends would, like, troll each other all the time no literally like we would go on each other's accounts on like instagram this was before instagram was like serious you know nowadays people take so so serious but we would go on there and like talk so much trash on each other's like like just i don't know random stuff like (laughs) literally troll each other but it was like funny and we would just be funny and just there's like five or six of us and we were like all in a group chat like on in the dms 
and we would just go to each other's pages and troll and each other. It was so fun. <laughs> and then other people, like strangers, would jump in and like start to defend them, you know? And it's like, and we'd be like, that's our friend. Like, calm down. It's not that serious. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, literally it would happen like that. It was so funny. It was good times for sure. Yeah, so, like, when someone would, like, come on, like, an actual troll would come onto one of our pages, like, we would all jump in and be, like, just go at it and just have fun with it, because, like, it wasn't that serious. Yeah. And I think that probably shapes how I see social media now. So, like, when people come at me now, I'm like, I could really care about this. <laughs> like, I'm like, whatever, you can try. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll not just show you right back. I was like, that's the way it is. I'll put you on blast. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. It's fun. <clears throat> oh. Okay, I want to talk about sponsorships because that was something we were talking okay, about yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. What is your like views on sponsorships? You just said earlier you're not sponsored by anyone right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can sponsors can can be great. I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, it depends. I think you can find good sponsors if you can find a company that like treats you really well. And they don't have unrealistic, like, expectations of what you post or what you can't post or, you know, whatever. Then I think it can be good. Uh, I think those companies are very rare. I honestly cannot think of any off the top of my head because pretty much every sponsorship I know um, requires you to, like, post a certain amount or, yeah. Yeah, on your, they, they have all these requirements for, like, you have to post this many times on your page, to post this many times on your story a month, and, you know, put this link or tag this group. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot to keep up with. It's like another job, and it can get stressful if you have a lot of them. Um, so I think if you find, like, a good sponsorship of, like, something that you actually love, like a product you actually love, actually use, um, and then they decide to sponsor you, I think that's amazing. And I think... If they treat you well, like, that's great. But I think it's really hard to find companies like that. <clears throat> what are your feelings on companies reaching out to you? Like, being like, hey, will you try this? And then, like, yeah. expecting that you're... Um, like, do you usually say... If someone's like, you want to try this? Are you like... Oh, yeah. yeah like, I always say, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then... Like, oh, I'll give it a try. Um, do people get, like... If you don't <laughs> I mean, talk yeah, about it... Yeah, because I feel like I've heard you talk about well. this. Like, um, being like, calm down. <laughs> I don't think so, because I'm pretty open... From the get-go, when they message me, I, I tell them, I say, yeah, I'll definitely give it a try, and I'd love to, like, do a review for you. Um, and that's what it is. It's, it's a review. And it's, like, if they ever came back in the, you know, email and said, I'll be like, well, I said I would give, I would review it, and that's it. Um, if they ask for a specific post, if they say, like, hey, post this on my, in your page, I usually say, I don't do that. I don't mm-hmm. put posts on my page. The only posts I put on my page are giveaways because I enjoy giving free stuff to people. <laughs> so I think right now, like, I'm not technically sponsored by um, Coach Soak. It's like, yeah, they, it's like um, essential oil. Um, bath salts. Yeah, bath salts, basically. Um, and I love this stuff, so I actually use it all the time. Uh, but I'm not technically sponsored by them because I don't really, I don't think I get anything besides free. <laughs> like, like, I think they just send me free product. Um, and then I post about it, but I do, like, we have this thing where, like, I do a giveaway, like, every other month, and I just like that because I'm able to give people free stuff, and I think that's cool. Yeah. And being able to give, like, I think the majority of my sponsors I've ever been with is usually, like, if I have, like, a discount code, it's more so for the 
consumer, not me. Like, I don't usually get stuff from it. And if I do, it's very little. So I'm not one of the, I'm like, my following isn't that big. So it's like, I can't, it's not like I'm going to make buckos of money by this, you know. It's usually like, I actually use this stuff and I'm able to give like a 25% discount to people. So that's, but yeah, if somebody contacts me and is like, hey, can you try my, our stuff? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Send it over. But if they say like, we want this and this and this, I'm like, eh, that's not going to happen. So you, you, can, <laughs> you can send it if you want, but I'm not going to do this. <laughs> And if you want a review, I'll give it to you. But if it's, like, if I don't like it, I'm going to be honest about it. And usually they don't want you to post that. So I just don't. <laughs> They're like, JK, we're actually so they not going yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, No, they'll send it and they'll be like, hey, what did you think about it? And I'll be honest. I mean, this only been a couple times where I've had to do that. I want to be like, to be honest, like, I wasn't a big fan of XYZ. That's yeah. good, though. Companies need <clears throat> real feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've had, like, I even have, like, friends who have clothing companies, and they're like, oh, I want to send you stuff. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, people I know and that I've worked with before. And they, this happened to me recently, actually. They sent, like, a couple of different clothing options. And I like, tried them, like, I can't. Like, I can't wear this. Like, it's just not going to work. Like, <laughs> the leggings were, like, super weird shaped. And, did like, they do, like, cut and sew, or they just do, like, generic and, like, slap logos on I it? don't know. I think probably generic. Yeah. But, like, it's one of those, the leggings, the shorts are, like, kind of longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Girls, and I don't really like those. And they just make, since I have bigger legs, they make them look like sausages. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when they're, like, too here, yeah, and they, like, cut the thing. legs, those don't work. Like, I'm sorry, they only work on skinny girls. So I, I was like, no, I'm not wearing these. And it's like, how do you tell someone, like, especially a friend. A you're friend, like, yeah. So, but they, like, we, I DM them, and I was just like... Like, yeah, to be, I, to, I was basically just, like, to be honest, like, they just don't look that great, and I can't, I won't wear them, so. <laughs> and they were cool about it, you know? Like, genuine companies will be cool about it. They're like, okay, thanks for your feedback, like, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, depends on the company. Yeah. Like, if they're just expecting everyone to say, oh, my product's so, or, like, your product's, your product's so, great, so great, then, like. Yeah. I think it's your intentions with the company. Like, if yeah. you're, like, you just started it because you think it's easy and you want to make money, or if you're starting it right. to, like, make a difference. Actually change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, or pe- you really want people to like your product. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, if, if you actually like it, then that's a plus. Yeah, I feel like I wish more people were like that, because I think so many, like, influencers mm-hmm. just put, like, anyone that comes to them and is like, hey, like, I'll sponsor you, or hey, like, try this, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah like, just, like, We'll put anything out there, even if they don't. They plug, it, they plug like, it before they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even if they don't use it, they're like, oh, or this is so great. It, yeah. And you're like, and then they're basically telling their followers that's so great, even though they themselves don't even use it. Yeah, or they're or like, this is how I get it. my results. Yeah, and it's yeah. like a pre-workout or something, but they themselves don't even use the yeah, pre-workout. It's like, it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. even more stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never... Yeah, I can't, I can't relate to that, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that. What's, what's some advice you'd give someone who's, like, wanting to build out their personal brand? Just be authentic. Because nowadays, like, everyone, people can see through it. People can see through the BS, honestly. Like, you can, it's so, it's laughable of, like, how, I mean, you, people eat it up, eat up the fakeness, but ultimately it's going to catch up to them. And ultimately, like, it's not going to be worth it. Like, I've seen so many people, like, they just don't, I mean, the numbers don't fulfill you. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, once you get that number, and it's, like, if none of these people actually like who you actually are, like, it's not going to matter anyway. It's, like, you're not going to enjoy what you're doing. <clears throat> so, being authentic is, like, the easiest way to build a, like, genuine following. 
Do you think followers are like the new version of money? Like, you know, people are always like, I want to be rich. Yeah. And that no. would like make them happy? Um, make them happy, maybe, but... I didn't mean like actually yeah, yeah, like monetizing. Oh, yeah. I meant like what people Actual, like oh, pursue happiness, now yeah. for happiness. Um, I think in a way, yeah. Hmm. I think people, yeah, especially people that obviously that haven't gotten there yet. They just think that, oh my gosh, once I get to like 10K or whatever, or 50K or whatever it is, then I think, yeah, for sure, they think that. But I mean, I know plenty of people who are have like 100 plus K. And now with Instagram going the way that it's going, like they get like what, three hundred likes, right? You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like <clears throat> your community. Oh my God, like, there's something like, wrong. Yeah, yeah, there's something wrong. Like you know, like that's that's obviously, and it's because they're not authentic or they're not giving content that is beneficial to other people, and that shows. And like people, you know, people won't interact with that and don't. And then yeah, then their self, their their self value goes down and they realize like oh maybe that wasn't you know the best thing to pursue <laughs> just a number followers yeah, yeah. i so. think yeah instagram's definitely like cracking down on i feel like the ways that people can un inauthentic what's the word yeah. inauthentically like yeah. grow your following grow your, yeah. like i feel like they're trying so hard to make it so like you can't buy followers you can't buy likes yeah. like you can't like, have bots commenting or, like, like, all these things. Like, Like, I feel like they're really starting to get, like, so much better on, like, trying to get rid of all of the apps that allow people to do that. Now it takes work. Like, you really genuinely have to work to get in front of everyone's It's a job. Like, literally a job. Like, social media is a job for people. Yeah. No. People are definitely treating it like that, too. (laughs) I mean, mean, for a lot of people, it is. Like... They work 40 hours and then they're home on the phone by the 40 hours a week. Yeah. I mean... Maybe. I don't know. Or that is what they do for 40 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Some people make money that way. I mean, yeah. It's definitely, depending on how you use it, like social media can definitely make you money and be like your main stream of like revenue. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't think, I don't know. What got you into online coaching? Like at what point in your training career were you like, I want to help other people? Um, I think it was just, it was similar to, like, powerlifting, kind of just happened. It wasn't something that I planned on doing. I was passionate, I mean, I've always liked helping people, and then teaching people, like, something that I love so much was just kind of a natural thing, where it's kind of like, oh, this is, I can make money doing this, and it, but it originally wasn't really about making money, it was kind of like, we'll see what happens. I was coaching underneath my powerlifting coach at the time and just kind of doing it because people people were asking for it I think that was part of it too is like people were DMing me like do you coach do you coach so like when you hear that enough you're like oh mm-hmm. there is a demand for it and like people do want it so maybe I can see how this goes and it was something that I was really interested in so when I studied for my certification it was kind of like oh like this is interesting to me and I do enjoy this and it was a challenge so it was just kind of a natural, I think, progression of like, oh, okay, we'll see how this goes. And then it just grew over time. Into your, um, do you remember who your first client was? Was it a friend was or was it, it like? I think oh, my first client. I don't know. I don't, honestly don't really remember. I think, I mean, one of them was a friend. I don't know who my very first client was. 
I don't know. Yeah, I know. Does it remember I mean, the was, first? It was, it was, back, wasn't that great. Back when I started, I was getting fed clients through my coach, kind of, um, and then taking on people that would contact me, but I was kind of going through him. So if he was like, oh, I have this, you know, client that I can't really take on to somebody else, so I would take them on. So um, That's cool. Yeah. Do you coach men or only women? I have coached men, um, but in general, the majority of people that contact me are women, and I'm not. I'm not really opposed to coaching men right now. I used to be kind of opposed to it just because uh, when I was newer and didn't quite know exactly what I was doing, like coaching guys was just kind of like, uh, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> it's just kind. Of, I mean, when you get a certain number of people like in your DMs, like trying to hit on you all the time. And oh then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then but then and then they're also asking for coaching. You're like, oh, this is gonna go both ways. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, if you start coaching someone, you know, like, coaching is a very intimate thing. So like, when you start coaching, you have to have those like very strong like lines that people can't cross. And I think I was wasn't really at a point yet that I was comfortable putting my foot down and like doing that. I think because I hadn't really been coaching that long. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So now I'm, I'm more comfortable. Like, I'd be able to do it. But the majority of people that contact me are women. So I don't mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm all women right now. I think just because that's who I, who's been. What's, coming. like, your favorite part of coaching? What's your favorite thing to coach? Do people come, for you, come to you because they, like, want to be stronger because you are, like, a, you're, like, a staple in the community of, like, strong women? Uh, yeah, I think that's the majority of people that contact me do want to be coached, like, in powerlifting. I, I enjoy coaching it, but to be honest, I don't enjoy programming it. And a lot of people, I think that's pretty common in powerlifting coaches. Very few coaches enjoy programming. Um, what is programming? I don't know what that is. (laughs) Basically writing out the program for the person. So like, just like you hit, you know, this number of sets and reps at this percentage or this RP or whatever. Um, and then you have to, yeah, figure out how to make somebody strong. (laughs) It can be stressful. Um, yeah, I don't particularly enjoy that. It's very time consuming. It's one of those things you, you can't take on a lot of clients doing that unless you're really good at it. And that takes years and years and years. Um, so, yeah, because it is so time-consuming and can be very stressful, that kind of um, – I'm not a huge fan of that, and I think I am actually going to start taking on less powerlifting clients because of that because I can't – I just can't take on that many, um, and it is pretty stressful. But I do enjoy – I think I enjoy coaching, like, power building more. That's, like, my passion, I think, because that's what I started as. And I, I love competing, and I love, sh- like, introducing people to competing in powerlifting, but I think I most enjoy, like, the power building side, just because you get to see those changes in your body. That, like, that's what first got me hooked, like, seeing the changes in your body, and then also getting strong. Like, the aesthetic changes? Mm-hmm. Aesthetic changes, and then also strength, like, both of them together. When, so. I, when I transitioned to powerlifting from bodybuilding, mm-hmm. that was when I was at, you know, at my absolute strongest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, doing both. Right. And then yeah. when I tried doing just powerlifting, mm-hmm. all my numbers went down. Yeah. I think for my body type, especially because I'm like more leaner. Yeah. I, I do a lot better with volume with my strength. It's a very right. Odd thing. Yeah. And then you have yeah you have to figure out and that's part of like powerlifting coaching is like figuring out what works for the person, <clears throat> and that can be kind of stressful and like really time consuming. <clears throat> but I yeah I think in general 
And a lot of people just, a lot of people that come to me don't have that bodybuilding base. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I enjoy um, coaching power building so much is because you get to build that base, but then you're also building strength. So it is, it's a lot more fun because it's fun for me as a coach because I get to see that progression. They're probably so excited. Yeah, and then it's, like, it's super fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look at my cut. And, like, and, and, and they're getting strong. So like that's just super fun to see if like they get excited and I get excited. And it's just, it's just fun all around. And like powerlifting can be pretty hard like because gains aren't always linear. And it's, it's just, it's really hard. Um, some Like, if you don't have the right mentality, it can be really hard to coach because of that. Like, the mindset is pretty hard. I, mean, I, think, I think it's a hard thing to endure. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because like, the, you don't get the aesthetic version. And, like, right. actual, and unless you're, like, a newbie and you'll see, like, the beginning, like, yeah. jump. But, mm-hmm. like, years and years later, like, your increments are small. They're so small. They're so small. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't prepared for that. Yeah, that would, yeah, I would... I would absolutely hate yeah, that. It messes with your mind a lot. And I think that's the longer you coach powerlifting, like I've only coached it for a couple of years, but the longer you coach it, the more you're in it and the more you see, you do see that of like clients will get burnt out and they just like, they get to that point where it's like, I don't, I mean, I've even gone through that, but you have to get to that point where you're just like super stubborn and super like, you're like, I'm in this for the long haul and I don't care, you know, how long it takes. And I do this because I love it. Right. And you can't do it because you like, you're like, okay, well, every single meet I have to put on 25 pounds, you know, to my squat. It's like, well, that's not going to happen. Like, yeah. it's just not, it's just, it's not going to happen. So, you know, different clients or um, competitors in general will get to that point where it's like, their gains are a lot smaller and it's just, it messes with your head because you're like, am I getting stronger? Am I, you know, am I doing this right? Am I, could I be, you know, have a better coach, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the day, it's just like having to stick to it. And a lot of people don't have that mindset and don't, it's just the name of the game. Like people don't have that mentality. So it is, and I don't want to say it's easier, but it's definitely more satisfying and gratifying to coach like power building or, um, it's probably way easier. <laughs> yes. they're also yeah they're not like trying to go into a competition Every, they're like i'm yeah. just like, like you were saying earlier, like i'm just like lifting for life like yeah, i'm just like yeah. want to like be strong yeah. like I mean, and look better and, and the like, majority of people do they just they want to i mean you know go ask anyone it's like i want to be a little bit leaner i want a little bit more muscle i want a body. butt yeah exactly yeah. 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 i want a butt, butt and shoulders yeah that's exactly so it's like you're. I mean, to be real. I mean, you can get that in power in um, powerlifting, but it's like to be really honest, like no, like it will affect the numbers. Your numbers won't go. People up don't like yeah, and it's just people don't go into powerlifting to get that. You know, it's like that can be a, a like result of it, like a side result, but that's not your main goal. Right. You know, and it, and if that's your main goal, then you're in the wrong sport. Like yeah. you shouldn't be doing. Because powerlifting is basically just about being strong. Yeah, you just like want, your you, strongest, you right? You really want to be the strongest person in the room, you know? So it's like, you're in the wrong sport. Like, go do something else if you're in this because you want, you know? To look a certain way. Yeah, to look a certain way or certain, like, body results. So when's Strong Woman Kelly coming? <laughs> strong Woman Kelly? Yeah, right. Carrying stones? <laughs> yeah. Did you Actually, yeah. Did you I've done care? it before, yeah. but I, yeah. I've I was done like, it before okay. just for fun, but... No, I don't know. Strongman power powerlifting destroys your body, and strongman right. destroys your body even more. Yeah. 
So I don't know if I can do it. I just feel like it's a natural progression after powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, where do I go from here? <laughs> right, yeah. What's Cost next? It? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how fast it's not a natural progression at all. <laughs> no strap, <laughs> I thought about strongman, but it's, I don't know. It doesn't really, it hasn't ever really jumped out at me like, oh, I really want to do that. Yeah, when I started trying to gym, I was like, hmm, because I think you did it for like a week. With the oh, rock, with oh, the yeah, stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Romana. Yeah. They don't really do strongman stuff. That's like more, I don't know. It's a different kind of fitness. They do like, it's harder to explain. Like, yeah, I don't even know what you would call it. <laughs> it is it's like literally like general fitness, but they use like random stuff to like, they'll use like logs and, and they use like logs, tires, rocks, like random stuff. Hmm. Just like. Is it yeah. supposed to be more like, like a, more like a real life training? Yeah, they, yeah, basically like, like aren't that. Like, things aren't like balanced. Like exactly, yeah. Okay. Similar to that and just, and it, they incorporate that with like the mind, training mind. Mm. So it has like to do with like mental strength too. Um, and they break through quote unquote barriers <laughs> with that kind of training, I guess, with like mental barriers and like, yeah. So I think the the whole goal with Romana is like transforming from like the inside out, kind of. Makes sense. Yeah, cool. well, that kind of looks cool though. Anyways, when yeah. you're doing the rocks, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, cool. and I, I think it, it's just a different tra- type of training, basically, where people they they get if they get bored with like you know bodybuilding type style of stuff, this is like switches up a lot, and so they're able to it just keeps it exciting and mm-hmm. fun for them. I think so. What are what's like three things in your life that are black and white to you, like that you will not butt on? Zero. Compromise. Like things that you live by. Yeah. Just three. Just three. <laughs> Just three. Or That's one. A lot. Or one. <laughs> or one thing that I you're like compromise. Yeah. That to you is like no like matter what. <laughs> I mean, my face for sure is like something that I, I won't compromise on. Like there's, I don't know. Over the last several years, I think things have changed for me, like faith-wise. Like my the core, my core faith is always going to be the same. That was super um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's something that's never going to change. Um, my core faith of like um, believing in Jesus Christ as my savior. I, other things are flexible. Like I think my parents are always like um, think that I would you know, marry someone or whatever, like, in the same, like, denomination, quote-unquote, that I was raised in, and I don't think that, I'm not, like, married to that, like, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing, but my faith in general is something I don't think is ever going to change. For relationships? Is that what you mean? Um, just in general, mm-hmm. but, like, relationships, too. Yeah. Um, like, not that, like, I don't, I could never marry someone that has the complete opposite faith of, as me. Right. Like, you marry an atheist. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I just want to work, and not because, like, I hate them or anything. I just, like, it just wouldn't yeah. be, you know, compatible, like, which is fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's something that I won't budge on. Um, you don't have to come up with three. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, yeah. more. <laughs> You're like, what is my life surrounded <laughs> <laughs> Things I won't budge on. I don't know. There's... I mean, I, I am willing to compromise on a lot of things in my life. I am also very stubborn when it comes to a lot of things. Too. Which makes you feel like you want to compromise. My dog. 
don't know. Like that, that's something that I would like. Someone try to take, try to take my dog. Like I would fight someone. No, like there's. I don't know. The older I get, I feel like there's a there's a lot less things that where you're like I would compromise on pretty much everything. <laughs> Whatever. If it comes to it, I'll just do it. You know, not not that. It's just kind of like. Eh. Yeah, I think I think things. You, I think compromise is healthy. So I think it's good to not have, like, a lot of things that are, like, 100% mm-hmm. no. I would compromise. Like, there's a, certain things that I have, like, preferences for, but, at, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm not married to that. Like, it's yeah. fine. That makes sense. Yeah. Where people are like, would you ever move to, like, wherever, you know? Like, Alaska or something, like, random. And it's like, I would be like, no, but, you know, that could change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, maybe if, like, someone I love, exactly, it's like, I'm like, fall madly in love, let's go to Alaska, sure, let's go, you know, so, I don't know, I think everything can change, yeah, I mean, I feel like as you get older, or, like, your views on certain things change, your, like, what you're willing to compromise changes, like, something you may have been, like, no, when you were younger, you're, like, now you're, like, whatever, like, live through it, yeah, exactly, Wait, before I ask the last couple of questions, what's, like, the next progression for Kelly Lenahan? Fitness or business or... Um, mostly business, really. Mostly actually. business. Yeah. I would like to grow my clients more in the powerbuilding aspect, I think. I think I want to... I love powerlifting and I'll always love it, but I think maybe shifting my energy is probably better for me. And I've realized that over the last couple of months, which is like, I really, like, I enjoy powerlifting for myself, but I think coaching it is something that I'm not super, super, super passionate about. Like, I love the, the clients that I do have. I love that. And I love um, watching them progress. But I think I would really, really thrive doing powerbuilding coaching and, like, having, like, a solid team of people, you know, around powerlifting team or powerbuilding team. Um so I think growing that over this coming year is going to be my focus. Um, maybe some apparel stuff. I don't know. That stuff's hard. There's just like a, I have a lot of stuff like <laughs> floating <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, floating around, but just like getting it done and then the right. I'm very picky mm-hmm. when it comes to like branding and logos and stuff like that. So like the a lot of the right things would have to fall into place. So we'll see. Well, we'll look for it. 2020? Yeah. Ne- next set of clothes. Aren't those shorts you got me? That was Where? like a thing that she yeah, did collab. Yeah. 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 But I did design them. You're the only reason I bought Thanks. them, so I know, you should definitely come out with your own clothing. Yeah. And or I always get, every time I wear them, I get so many compliments. People are like, oh, I love them. Really? Shirt. Yeah. Because yeah. they are. Yeah, they're they're good design. They're so fun. And also, I just love like the blue. Like, yeah. Nice. I love that color a lot. I know, it's fun. I think, I don't know. It's, it's another, it's like I, I'm very, I don't want to say, I self-doubt a lot. So, like, even with those shorts, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, no one's going to like these. Because I was like, I love them, and, like, I think a lot of other people will like them. It's like they sold out, and then they're, yeah. like, backstocked for three months. I know. Like, that's how much people like them. <laughs> so, like, that's, but that's always been me. That's, like, my mentality of a lot of things. Like, even, like, I have to be kind of pushed into something, and, like, I have to have, Thankfully, I have people around me, like, friends around me, who, like, they're like, no, like, it's really good, like, I really like it, like, they both do well. Um, so, being confident in myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, 
<laughs> Whereas, like, yeah, so even thinking about coming out with apparel or something like that is kind of intimidating to me at times. You should just like, do it. Yeah, I think that's basically what it comes down to. It's like, I just have to do it. I'm yeah. just like, all right, Kelly, just, just plunge in. That's what I always tell everyone, just action. And that's how Holly and I, yeah. we're just like, we're like, we think about something, it's like an instant. Okay, just do it. I'm like, but, okay, yeah. yeah. If, people, if people hate it, then who cares? Yeah. Like, so it's, yeah. Then, like, like, then you know, and you know right. you tried it. And, then and you're if like, it's oh. clothing, you make like a small investment, and then exactly. you wear a ton of it, and you give it <laughs> away. Like, who cares? Exactly. It's Christmas gifts next 10 years. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no big deal. Everybody already has like six yeah. years. But whatever. Well, and then you plan to move to Texas, then you can give it some more people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you're fine. That's, that's the goal. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> I got to find yeah, a good uh, graphic designer or something to help. Because I'm like, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm picky. I'm like, I don't want to put out crap, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, last question is. Um, if you could choose one word to set the tone for 2020, what would it be and why? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> um, I think action. I, like I just said, like I'm very, I doubt myself. So I think I hold myself back a lot. A lot of my close friends have said that to me before where it's just like, you hold yourself back because you doubt yourself. And I do, I doubt my abilities and, uh, I don't know. I don't have, like, I've never had a lot of people in my life that, like, pour positivity into, not, not, because it's not like they're not, they're not negative, but I don't have people that, like, give me a lot of affirmation, like, you're awesome at what you do, you do, like, this, it's always haven't been, had been me, like, um, yeah, so it's, it's hard when it's, like, you don't have those people around you, like, being, like, like, building you up mm-hmm. in that way, of being, like, Kind of like, oh no, like, you you know, here's a confidence boost for you. It's kind of like, I just have to be in my own head being like, no, you can't do this. So I think just action. I need to start taking action. Can you get random Stop DMs doubting. from me? All caps. I know. Move. You can. <laughs> you can. You can do this. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking about right just, now. Just random. Yes. Go. Like, like, I just need like people. And I think part of that is like, I, I just don't vocalize that. Mm. Cause I've, I've always been like, I'm, I keep things to myself and I internalize a lot of things and I don't share a lot of things. Like I love listening to other people, but I don't share a lot of things. And so like sharing the fact was like, I do need people to tell me, you know, that I'm like capable and that I can do these things. And because I do doubt myself, but I keep like the doubts and stuff I keep to myself too. So people don't know. That. People don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like, like constantly being people, re- yeah, reinforcing. Yeah, they don't like, know what they don't know. So it's like, I don't share if I don't share that. So I think being, yeah, I don't know. I feel like your track record should give you a little confidence. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. <laughs> what what um, sign are you? Are you a Taurus? I'm a Scorpio. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? No. I'm just like, yeah. Well, That's what Taylor is to give I you know. a reference. No, I know. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Yeah. Well, you're saying like you're really like strong-willed and stubborn. Very stubborn. Very hard-headed. Very and like that can be very good. But I think when you when I get in my own, uh, we do like overthink a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get in your own head and you're not sharing that with other people, you're not vocalizing it. So it's like always you, and you're just thinking like, oh, I can't like you doubt yourself, and then it's just you doubting yourself. You know, <laughs> it's just you on both sides. Yeah, and you no doubting yourself. And, like you yeah. don't go anywhere because you're just sitting there like I can't do this. I can't do this. You don't have anybody being like, no, you can't. Um, whereas I think a lot of people, other people, when they doubt themselves, they vocalize it or they're, it's just like a parent mm-hmm. and then they have someone, you know, I don't know, family member, significant other or something being like, no, like, you know, encouraging. And if you don't share that, like me, 
Okay, that's all. That's all I got. You got anything else you want to Thank you so much for coming over.